Hello, listeners, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier, and I'm here to talk about ongoing issues related to addiction and recovery. Today's episode is a special Thanksgiving holiday focusing on the importance of gratitude, and gratitude and Thanksgiving go hand in hand. The word Thanksgiving literally means giving of thanks. And the important part is gratitude requires action. And by the end of this episode, hopefully we understand more about the importance of that piece of where gratitude requires action. Action I need to take to be grateful and show my gratitude. And it always seems that people take a little more time for gratitude in their lives around this time of the year with Thanksgiving. You know, every year we take stock around Thanksgiving and all the things and people we are grateful for. You see gratitude quotes all over and you see fall and Thanksgiving decorations with the words, you know, grateful or gratitude, giving thanks, you know, plastered all over. So what is it? What is gratitude? And the definition of gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. And one of the big questions is, you know, why do it? Is it important? What are the, you know, the benefits? And there was a Psychology Today article about, you know, seven proven benefits of gratitude. And with each of these seven I'm going to share with you, there was research done on showing how this being grateful and having gratitude and actually practicing gratitude led to these seven benefits. So number one, gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Number two, gratitude improves physical health. Number three, gratitude improves psychological health. Number four, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. Number five, gratitude, grateful people sleep better. Uh, Number six, gratitude improves self-esteem. And number seven, gratitude increases mental strength. Pretty good, right? Those all sound like they would be important for us, no matter who we are or what we are dealing with. Um, I would, it'd be hard to argue that either one of those, even if just one of those things wouldn't be beneficial for us or helpful to us. And then when we look at, you know, in recovery and, with substance use, you know, the the role that it plays in. And when you talk a lot about, you know, what makes recovery successful, things you need to be, be able to do in order to stay abstinent from, you know, alcohol and drugs, you know, what role does gratitude have in it? And it's talked about a lot. And what it really comes down to is the mindset of someone with a substance use disorder and really addiction being known as like a selfish disease it becomes all about me in order to get my alcohol and drugs. And within that mindset is, you know, I'm different. This is it's me versus the world. Woe me, you know, the pity party. People don't understand. Um, everyone's out to get me. You don't understand everything I've been through, everything I've lost. These are all, you know, common ways of selfish thinking when an individual is in the throes of their addiction. It is doing anything it can to protect the behavior of using by justifying, rationalizing, excuse-making, blame, etc. So 
part of it is, you know, when you look at an, you know, an addiction and substance use disorder being a selfish disease, that really goes against the whole idea of being gratitude. So let's go back. The definition of gratitude is the quality of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. That is not what an active addiction looks like. It is the complete opposite. You know, addiction will hurt the people closest to you. There usually isn't a lot of gratitude and being thankful and showing kindness. In fact, there is the quite opposite. People hurt those that they love. They hurt people they don't even know, complete strangers. Because the selfishness of the addiction is... I want what I want when I want it, and I want it right now, and I want it any way that I can. So when we look at how does gratitude help this, while the addiction becomes all about me, gratitude is really the exact opposite. You know, So one gets to thinking less of themselves and more on the efforts of trying to help others, and that's where you can get into like developing humility and, and gratefulness. And in fact... Gratitude is such an important part of recovery that I write about it in my book, Addiction and Recovery, in the chapter of Tools of Recovery. And I decided that I'm actually going to read a little bit from what I wrote in my book about gratitude. So it starts with, how does gratitude play a role in your life and recovery? Take a moment, step back, and think about what you are grateful for in life. How often do you reflect on these things? Is your mind often flooded with things that you don't have compared to things you do? Are you often caught in distress and negative thinking about what you are missing in life and less focused on the things you do possess? Do you find yourself forgetting the value and importance of the people and things in your life right now? In recovery, patience will be tested greatly when it comes to appreciation and gratitude towards different areas in life. Remember, getting sober does give some immediate benefits, but also supplies its fair share of obstacles and challenges. Recovery is not easy, and challenges along the way can make it harder to focus on what you have. It can redirect your thinking to focus on what you don't have anymore. When you begin to think of what you don't have, the pleasure and escape through the use of alcohol and drugs becomes tempting. Anger, frustration, annoyance, Jealousy, judgments, resentments, and hopelessness can happen as a result of focusing on what someone does not have. Someone in recovery can be grateful for being sober today and despise it tomorrow. They can go from being grateful for their family's support today and be angry at them tomorrow. They can go from being grateful for not waking up in a jail or prison today and be resentful at the treatment center they are in tomorrow. It is astonishing to see how gratitude can change in a client's life. One moment they are so grateful and blessed at what they have and are still given. Later on, there can be feelings of anger and resentment towards the very same thing. I've also seen the value they put into things they were grateful for begin to diminish. Something that meant so much was suddenly not so great anymore. Addiction preys on the idea of the individual not having what they want or convince them of what they need. It may start out simple, but in the end, the addiction wants to turn sour grapes into recovery and make it appear as if a return to alcohol and drugs is what matters most. Having gratitude for one's own recovery and other things in life make it easier to avoid falling into that trap. So it was important enough that I I wrote about it in one of the chapters. And... 
the benefits of gratitude, you know, on overall well-being and recovery is not really surprising. I mean, these benefits aren't really shocking, to be quite honest. I truly think, you know, people believe being grateful and having gratitude is beneficial. I do not believe that the question is whether or not gratitude is beneficial or can be good for us. So whenever I talk about it, whenever I share about it, whenever I hear people talking about it, I never hear from someone else like a rebuttal or this is the exact opposite and we shouldn't be doing this. So, you know, then when we look at, we all agree that it's beneficial and it's good for us. Why, why am I talking about it? And I also want to point out that I don't for one second believe gratitude is only something individuals with substance use recovery or mental health issues need to practice. This is something that affects all of us. You know, how many of us sometimes get into that selfish thinking that it's all about me or even what I've lost? Whenever we talk about gratitude or being grateful, you know, you don't hear the pushback. So if we understand that it's important, why do we forget about practicing it on a regular basis? And I was thinking about it. I broke it down to like three big problems I see with gratitude. And number one is I don't think we do it enough. You know, going back to the connection between gratitude and Thanksgiving, you know, this is a season of giving thanks. Being grateful for a season or a holiday, no offense, but that's like going to the gym during seasons or holidays and believe it's going to have like a lasting significant impact on our physical health. And that's not going to happen. It's just not enough. Saying what we are grateful for, you know, one time of the year or even a few times during a season is really not enough of like a daily dose of gratitude that we really need that could truly give us those benefits. I remember growing up and I come from a big family of cousins and get-togethers with the family during the holidays and I remember as we would sit down for Thanksgiving dinner my my aunts would often try and get everyone to go around and say you know what they're grateful for or even to identify someone that they are are grateful for and if you've ever done this with your family you know then as soon as you get older, you know, people get distracted, you know, people are starting to, to lack patience because of a, a big old plate of food in front of them. You never really make it to the end. You know, we have a couple of people start and all of a sudden, you know, like side conversations happen. People are laughing about it, but that, that is a tradition. That's been a tradition. And, you know, but talking about it just that one time, is not good enough. It is not going to provide you with that benefits that it can give us. When was the last time you sat down with an individual, a group of people, some family members or friends, and really went around saying right then and there what you were grateful for? And the answer is really we simply do not do it enough. The second biggest problem I have seen is that how quickly gratitude can be forgotten. 
it's amazing to see people express how grateful they were for something or a person or an event and then quickly that moment of gratitude is forgotten a simple example would be someone has been unemployed for a while they haven't found a job all of a sudden they get the job and they talk about how grateful they are for it i'm glad i have it and even though it might not be their dream job it might be a job that's got some some challenges or ups and downs and maybe they just need a job and then all of a sudden they start to resent the job or they start thinking about quitting or they don't want to do it anymore Here's a story that I love sharing with how quickly gratitude can be forgotten. So when I worked in residential, we had individuals come directly from jail or prison. So day one, they literally come from being incarcerated and they come to our treatment program, which is a house. And I give them the tour and you have them sign a whole bunch of papers. You go through like what's known as like orientation And I love giving the tour, you know, it's just fun to do, but you know, I walk around and I'm telling them, you know, here's, here's the, the house. I take them outside and I say, Oh, here you go. This is the yard. It's not really big. You can only go from here to the sidewalk to here. I go, it's not a lot, but that's really the only place you can go. And they'll say to me, Oh, that's better than I had in prison. So then I, I show them around to their bedroom and I show that they're where their room is and they got to share it with somebody else. And I go, it's not a big room, you know, but here are the things that you get. And they go, this is great. This is better than where I was. So I take them, you know, show them the living room where there was, we had two living rooms. And I would say, you know, here's this one area with the TV and here's another room where you can do some reading if you wanted to. It's not a lot. So as I'm kind of like downplaying you know, that we are not some five-star treatment facility that the celebrities go to. I'm just trying to show them, you know, this is where you're going to be. This is how treatment is. You're going to live here. This is going to be home for a while. And I would take them around to the little gym area we had. I'd show them where we did group. I would take them to the kitchen and show them, you know, the food that's there. And no matter where I took someone, they would always say how how grateful they were because where they just came from was nothing like that and they are so grateful to be out of there so this would happen all the time and I remember I had this one client who he was really upset because during lunchtime he went into the fridge And he was hoping there was going to be some leftovers from the night before dinner. So they make a a big dinner, you know, the night before. And usually if there's leftovers, people have that for lunch. If there's none left over, then there's some typical like lunch meats and stuff like that. They can make sandwiches and eat. And he was so pissed off that all the food was eaten and there's none left over. And he's starting to cuss and get upset, you know, and then... Someone was like, oh, you can make a sandwich. There's bologna in there. And then he was, you know, pissed off about bologna being in there. And I remember that as he slams the fridge door, he says, you know, fuck this. He's walking towards the front door and he's starting to walk out. And sometimes, you know, I see guys get upset and they go out. Maybe they, they smoke a cigarette or sit on the stoop. And I'm walking 
And I'm noticing that he keeps making his way closer to the sidewalk, which the sidewalk becomes an area where you cannot go. So, you know, back in my day, I would do foolish things like if someone started to walk off, I'd try and follow them and try and get them to come back. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at professional boundaries and knowing not to do that. So I start to just kind of make my way to the front door because I think he's almost about to to hit it like he's going to keep walking and he gets to the end of the sidewalk and he stops and this no joke this crumbled up brown paper bag starts you know blowing through like a tumbleweed in a western movie and he picks it up he's just sitting there and then he just turns around and he's laughing and he's walking back towards the house and i'm i'm telling him you know you know what was that you were slamming the door i, th- I thought you were ready to 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 go a wall and now you're coming back laughing and he says to me he goes you know this is we used to get our lunch in like a brown paper bag when we were incarcerated he goes the food we had in there was barely enough to make it to our next meal and here i am complaining about what we have here you know he said i i know i help you guys bring in groceries i know where you get your stuff um it's not always easy to feed you know 14 adult men and my boss was super nice and even the meat we got was actually from a local butcher you know that's not cheap and he knew that and he was like what we get here you know is is amazing it's great and it showed what happens sometimes how our gratitude and how grateful we are for for some things can quickly be forgotten you know day 1 he was probably so grateful and and showing a lot of gratitude for what we had for food and when he could eat what he could eat the freedom he had to go do it to to make his own food but after a while after even a short time you know we're talking like a month or two that can suddenly change you know we forget sometimes what it was like to be in that situation maybe we've moved on maybe we've progressed maybe we've taken action to get ourselves out of a certain predicament we were in maybe we've gone through some healing and experienced some growth from a previous position we are in we start to think we are maybe so far removed from a previous position that there is no need to reflect on it but the person who was released from prison and is now in a residential treatment program should never forget what it was like to be in prison. They should always practice being grateful for no longer being behind bars. But as they move into the treatment program, and then maybe move into an apartment, and possibly down the road, you know, purchase their own home, they should be proud of what they've accomplished, but not at the expense of forgetting what it was like to live in a six by eight foot room with concrete walls and metal bars and and be grateful for where you are now i mean try it out for a moment think about a time when you were really grateful for something that happened 
how long has it been since you really reflected on how grateful you, you are now in comparison, comparison to how grateful you felt at the time? So I think a big problem is gratitude quickly becomes forgotten. And I think the a third big problem is that we don't express gratitude. I think a lot of people believe they are grateful and filled with gratitude. I think people believe deep down, I am a grateful person. I relate this um, discussion to a lot with the one I had in episode 20, The Practice of Being Kind. In that episode, I talk about the same concept of people believing they are kind, but missing the mark when it comes to the practice of being kind. So I think a lot of people believe they are grateful and they have gratitude, but are they doing those things like showing it and expressing it? And one of the stories that I love sharing with this is a client and his his journal. And this has happened to a number of clients and now patients over the years that you know, when they talk about how grateful they are. But this is this this is the story. This is the original one where it all started. So we had this group, and I love doing this group, which is just a list of different coping skills. It's a toolbox. And what I would do in group was I would randomly assign members to a skill. And for one week, they had to implement a plan of how they were going to practice this. So they had to come back and present to the group, this is my tool, this is how I'm going to show I'm using it. Then for a week, they carry out their plan, and then they present it to the group. I love doing it. You could do weeks and weeks of that group, but I would do it for a little while. And this one guy I had who he was so enthusiastic about treatment. I mean, everything that I was giving him, he was he was eating it up, any homework assignment, any kind of recommendation. And his turn came around and he randomly got a gratitude list as his tool. And he was so disappointed. And I, I remember when he got it, he made this, um, you know, you could just tell by his behavior. He let the, the whole group know he was disappointed in getting this gratitude list. And it was like, what's, you know, what's up? Why, why don't you want to do that? I thought that'd be a good one for you, even though it was random. And he goes, I do this all the time. I am, I'm always writing down and saying how grateful I am. And I was like, you are. And he, he goes, yeah. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know really where he thought he was doing that. But in the, in the, at the time, every single week we had our residents write down they had a journal once a week and they would hand it into their counselor and the counselor would read it and just kind of provide some feedback or some some notes or something and we would give it back to them. It was a really enjoyable thing to do as a counselor. So, but this guy was been in the program for a while, so he had a lot of journal entries. He goes, Yeah, I can prove it. And I was like, Okay. He goes, I talk about it in my journal all the time. I write about it probably every single week. So at the time, you know, I didn't know really what to do with it. So I said, okay, do you mind if I borrow your journal and I'm going to go through it. I'm going to highlight every time you write down the word grateful, gratitude, or thankful. 
and I'm going to come back and we're going to see how many times it's in there. So, and at the time I'm like, okay, well maybe if maybe in half the entries, he does it, maybe I'll say, yeah, you actually do practice this. But I didn't know at the time because I didn't think about it. I wasn't paying attention to that as I read his journal before. So he comes back, he gives me his journal. I go through it and I remember his, the look on his face when he, we think he, he thinks he was right that he was putting down how grateful he was, how great, you know, his gratitude in his journal entries. So I said to him, I'm like, all right, here's a moment of truth. How many times do you think you wrote down the words grateful, gratitude, or thankful in your journal entry? And the magic answer to that was three times. Three times. The story highlights that while we may think we are grateful and that we show gratitude a lot, it may not be as much as we think. So then for a week straight, This guy wrote down five things he was grateful for in the morning, five things he was grateful for at night. So 10 things. He did that for seven days. So it's 70 things he wrote down he was grateful for. In one week's time, he wrote down more of what he was grateful for or had gratitude for than in all of the weeks prior when we looked at his journal entries. We need to actually express gratitude and to show gratitude and not just believe we are grateful or believe we have gratitude. So we have three big problems with gratitude, which is we don't do it enough, how quickly it can be forgotten, and that we do not express gratitude enough. So with three big problems, let's come up with three big tips. Number one, create a, gra- a gratitude list. Make a gratitude list, a simple list. Do it in the morning or before going to bed at night. I always recommend if you have a harder time in the morning or being grateful when the day starts, then do one then. If you have difficulty like sleeping at night or you have a rough day, then do a gratitude list at night. My recommendation, though, is to make sure every time you write down, I am grateful for each and every time. Do three to five things, but each time do I am grateful for, I am grateful for, I am grateful for, and write it down. Try it out for a little bit and, and see how it feels and see see what it does. In one of the research studies done when I was talking about the benefits of gratitude, there was only a short period where it was like a three-week, four-week time period where doing a gratitude list was showing benefits already. Express gratitude. That's our second big tip. It makes a significant difference when you verbally express gratitude whether it is out loud to yourself to another individual with you 
or to a whole group of people, saying it out loud, I am grateful for, is really important. I recently returned from a trip to the Smoky Mountains with my girlfriend. And the day before we left for the trip, I presented a workshop called Coping with Uncertainty. And what I did was present on different tools to use. And of course, gratitude and kindness were two of the most important ones that I presented. While we were hiking on these these breathtaking Smoky Mountains, my girlfriend started saying out loud what she was grateful for. And for, a, for, and for a short time, wasn't really long, but for a few minutes, we were going back and forth just saying it out loud what we were grateful for as we were hiking through the mountains. Truly astonishing at the difference it can make to verbally express our gratitude or to write it down to someone. Number three is to show gratitude, showing gratitude towards one another. How Say how grateful you are for someone and what they did. Show them how grateful for you are that they're in your life. Saying thanks is great, but showing gratitude is a different maker. Send a message to someone saying how grateful you are. Write them a note or a card with the words grateful or gratitude. Take action to show how grateful you are. Throughout my book, I provide a lot of quotes throughout. And the portion about gratitude in my book, Addiction Recovery, starts with the quote, Do not spoil what you have by desiring what you have not. But remember that what you have was once among the things only hoped for. In the song, All I Want Is You, by Michael Fronte and Spearhead, he sings, Wise folks count their blessings, fools count their problems. I am going to end this episode by practicing exactly what I'm talking about and expressing and showing my gratitude. I am grateful for all the experiences I have and have had as an addiction and mental health counselor that I can share with others. I am grateful for all the people who make being able to have this platform of a podcast available. I am grateful for all of those who have supported me in the early ideas of even doing this podcast. I am grateful for all those who continue to support and to the new people who supported new listeners as we keep talking about these important issues. I am grateful for all my listeners who take time out of their day in order to listen to what I have to say. I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and give back by being grateful and showing gratitude towards one another. I hope you learned something.